Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Hello, hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Luscious Living Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about a beautiful question I received from a beautiful friend of mine, and it's a really good one. The question is, how do I stay on top of my goals during the pandemic? And we all started thinking that 2020 was going to be the best year yet, okay? And we start off strong with a new decade, new goals, and of course, we all know how that turned out. It's totally interesting, though, because I have seen through different conversations that in some way 2020 has been this earthquake in a way that we've all needed. It is the year of realignment and when things realign it might feel like an earthquake at first until the dust settles in. The dust has not settled in quite yet. It is September as of recording this. We don't know how the rest of the year and the rest of the next few years is going to pan out. That being said, looking into human history, um, although we struggle at times, we are incredibly adaptive, resourceful species, and I really think we are going to be okay. So as for myself, I have seen that 2020 in some ways has been my most focused year. And I talked to different people and they have either started new relationships or ended relationships that weren't working or lost their jobs and realized that they don't even want to do the thing that they were doing. Some started businesses, some thrived in their businesses more than ever before. And so it has been very, very individual. And so please um, take with caution what I say please allow it to apply to you in whatever way is possible I am sensitive that this has not been a realignment for everybody though I do see throughout history through reading biographies that the greatest catastrophes in our life has also been some of the greatest gifts in our life if we allow it if we allow it okay so Let's talk about growth and goals and goals, growth, personal growth is a part of luscious living. It's half of luscious living where personal growth meets wellness. I am obsessed with this topic and could talk about it forever, really. And I do suspect that uh, you will hear more about growth and personal growth and um, goals more on this topic uh, and on this podcast as well. So The thing about growth is that it does not need to stem from a lack of something or a lack of or feeling, but rather from a desire to grow as a person. So I want you to keep this in mind when you think of your goal, whether it's weight loss or whether it's a running goal, whether it's an income goal, I want you to think of this as how you can grow and how you can reach your full potential rather than something being wrong with you. Because I can assure you, even if I don't even know you personally, nothing is wrong with you. You are perfect. You are whole. You just came here to grow and understand yourself even better. Okay? The next key item before I go into this process is that I find that when my goals are centered around a mission or giving back or something bigger than myself, it pulls me towards it. Because if my goals were all centered around me, 
and every time they have been, I lose track of it. It's like, usually it's been in my past to lose weight. It is completely uninspiring. It doesn't benefit anybody except for myself. But when I have a goal to have more women in the world or have every woman in the world actually enjoy and understand their period and not have it suck, I am motivated and committed to creating podcasts, creating programs, doing my client sessions, even when I don't feel like doing it, okay? Because it's not about me. Even these podcasts, okay, I've done radio in the past, I've had a podcast in the pot in the past, and I know that this that's not brilliant, it's not this masterpiece yet, but I do it because I know that there's a mission. There's a mission and it must be out into the world, whether it's perfect or not. Okay, so I want to just lay down the foundation there. And then I want to get into the process, okay? It's very simple, and I want you to think of this as a garden, okay, in terms of your goals. So in order to grow a luscious garden, you must have the appropriate tools. The first tool is security, okay? Because before we can think aspirational, we must be rooted in our survival. This includes survival of finances, environment, food, etc. Okay? And this is just like Maslow's hierarchy of needs or the chakra system is that before we can move up the scale of, you know, self-actualization or enlightenment, whatever it is, we must first address our own needs. So do you have your body needs in check? For example, um, ample sleep, you have ample nutrients, you have m- enough movement, water and outside time. Going deeper into that, do you even have stable blood sugar, a clear mood, a clear mind, clear digestion, right, in the first place? Because if you have brain fog, if you're tired, you are not eating enough, you're going to have trouble being focused on goals, right? So start to work on that and, you know, feel free to reach out if you have questions about this specifically, my Instagram at underscore at luscious living underscore has more tips and tricks on blood sugar and things like this as well. So make sure you're taking care of your body in this way. Okay. The other thing is if you have, for example, a long-standing dental appointment, long-standing doctor's appointment, if you have a knee injury that you need to go to physio for, for example, start to look at where you can start to address this base layer of feeling good and security in your body. The next in your environment is making sure you have enough, you know, things in your environment that make you feel secure as well. So, for example, I always have eggs at home. I always have potatoes and soup cubes and enough coconut milk, for example. These are little things that trigger to the subconscious mind that you have enough, okay? Um, and so when we have enough, we, we give from that place then we're able to overflow with the abundance of our goals and have the time and energy and focus towards them, okay? And then do you have an environment at home conducive to your health and wellness as well and your focus and your goals? Do you maybe have roommates that are playing band practice every night and you're not able to study or you're not able to focus? Do you have a very negative or dirty environment at home as well? If you have clutter, for example, it's going to impact your mind. If you have just simply someone in your life that you live with that is not very positive and every time you talk about your goals and start to, you know, do your research or do episodes, they're very negative about it. Okay, so that's also going to make a difference. 
And the biggest piece here I find is security financially, because if you are really running on um, just trying to survive, just trying to get by, then it's harder to focus on your goals. So make sure if you have debt, for example, sit down and make a debt repayment plan, automate your savings, create different buckets for whether it's travel, fun, your TFSA, necessities, investments, peace of mind. This is literally what I do. I have all these different buckets and more actually, and I automate my goals already. So I don't have to think about it. There's no emotions involved. There's not even logic involved. There's just an automatic program. And the next thing I know, I get compound interest and this money adds up as well. Okay. And this, of course, also comes with living below our means. This is so important. I really live below my means everywhere, whether it's with um, my rent, for example, way below the 35%. Um, I don't actually own a car, and this is obviously not accessible to a lot of people. I do share it with my boyfriend, Um, but you If you're doing a lot of big payments for your car, for example, you might just want to cash out on that and get something that's like an old beater. It doesn't matter what people think of you, especially when it comes to your goals. Like, is that going to pay the bills? Other people's opinion? No. Okay. So see where you can live below your means, see where you can cut expenses, unnecessary expenses, especially subscriptions. Like even if you have to cut Netflix, and that means you get to focus on your goals more, then do that, okay? And and really, it is, it is stuff like this that really help us focus, okay? Next is we must pull out the weeds in our garden, okay? So I want you to look now at your environment and make the appropriate upgrades. For example, if you are watching the news often or you're following negative people on social media, it's all doom and gloom, it's all very negative, that's going to bring you down and you're not actually going to feel aspirational again. You're going to feel the question of why bother or the world is bad anyway or it's not worth it or most people fail, most marriages fail, most businesses fail, whatever it is. So start to pull out the weeds. And I don't know if you need to stop watching the news or create more boundaries or take less time off of social media, block social media, delete it. Do what you need to do. And it might seem extreme to other people, but again, other people's opinions are not going to help you reach your goals. So start to pull out the weeds. Maybe it's in your own mind. Maybe it's your own doubts about how you can't do it and how no one in your family has ever done it, etc. Okay? So pull out the weeds and then you must plant the new seeds, okay? So this is step three. So I want you to decide and write it out on paper. What is it that you want as your goal? Not your family, not your friends, not society, not your partner, not your kids, okay? So what is it that you want to accomplish? You think whether it's six months from now or six years from now, how do you want to be living, Have you have that defined very clearly? Have you created the identity of the person that you want to become? I speak about this in depth in my programs, whether it's corporate wellness or my one-on-one sessions, soon to have group programs as well. But if you do not have this clear, think about this. You know, the person that inspires me the most, to be honest, is me at 90. So start to create that vision of you. And then think about what your goals are. Because if I were to go off of my family or society or even certain friends uh, or people that I thought were friends, 
people are going to always tell you, oh, that's too high. You're too ambitious or you need to rest as well. But the truth is the people who are really going after it are going to just say, yes, go for it. Okay. And even if anything, I I honestly don't even share a lot of my goals with anyone except for my partner. Um, Because at the end of the day, you just start to create the energy within you. Okay. At first, because sometimes other people's opinions can sway us from what we actually want. And then when a part of planting new seeds is, is that, that fertile ground, that fertilizer. So surround yourself with people, images, quotes, a media that uplifts you. Maybe it's a desktop image of what you want to do. Maybe it's your phone lock screen. Maybe it's a reminder that you put on your phone at 12 o'clock every day of who you're becoming and what your goals are. Okay. And to be honest, I write out my goals every single day, every day no matter what day of the week it is. And that always first thing in the morning puts me in that tone. Okay. And then I want you to really question why this goal is important to you in the first place. Because if it's higher on our values, we say we value freedom, we value uh, community. When we do something that is highest on our values, we will naturally move towards it. And if you do find you're procrastinating, either perhaps the goal is not as valuable to you as you think it might be, or it's that there are some doubts in your mind that you must address as well, okay? And another piece to this is when it's a commitment, the goal is a commitment, it's easier to do it when you don't want to do it, okay? There's times where I don't feel like going to the gym, I don't feel like writing a piece of content, but I do it. A, because it's not about me, and B, because I want to feel good when it's in terms of the gym. Um, And at the end of the day, it's a commitment. I'm committed to it. It's on my calendar. It doesn't matter if I feel like it or not, right? So that's also really important. And then going back to the identity a bit too is, is when you have the identity as the goal, you get to actually create new questions for yourself. So for example, if you want to be a runner, A runner runs, a writer writes, a singer sings. So what are the key outputs outputs that you must have in order to keep this habit up? Because when it's a habit, it becomes a lifestyle, becomes an identity, okay? And then um, that goal just becomes who we are and we just end up growing towards the goal, okay? And the last step here is to nurture the seeds by creating daily habits and reminders, So as I mentioned, I personally write out my goals every single day, not December 31st or January 1st, okay? That's total BS. I'm just going to say in my world, um, every day, and you might do it every week or every month, but and, and honestly, I believe having weekly goals and, and daily goals and, and, if, and, and breaking it down. So if you have your bigger goal that maybe you do set in the beginning of the year, okay, you can break down those goals into smaller steps. I also find that when a goal is so big, we're not able to grasp it mentally. So make sure that you break it down into milestones and then action steps. This is so important. I'm actually publishing a book very soon and I had to break it down into those little milestones and daily, weekly action steps to get to that point. And on that note, I recommend having a deadline. If you have a goal to like run a certain amount of miles, for example, um, create well, by when and what needs to happen. So reverse engineer it. By when do I need to reach this milestone? What do I need to do 
every day or six times a week or whatever it is once a week to get to that milestone. Okay. And once you do that, then you can put it in your calendar. This is so important. Set a notification, do a reminder, whatever it is. I also like to have different affirmations or mantras towards my goals as well. Um, And please do what works for you. And at first, you might be like, ah, this is total BS when you say your affirmation, but it just becomes repeated over time. Or maybe it's not something that makes you feel like, like you don't believe it. Maybe it's just like, hey, I'm committed to my goals. I am the kind of person that does what I say I will do. And that alone will fire you off into action. Or you might even just do some self-talk. You're like, I don't feel like doing this thing right now and I'm doing it because I'm committed. I'm doing that because that's the kind of person I am, okay? And make sure this becomes a habit. So let's say you want to have a, a, a goal of becoming your ideal body weight. So maybe you will start to meal prep. You would then select a time of the week where you look at new recipes and you go grocery shopping and then you create your meal plan as well, the times that you will eat them and start to look at triggers as well. Like when would you possibly fall off of your goal? Is it every time you get invited out for drinks that you stop um, maybe like creating a project or studying to um, do your master's or whatever it is every time you get invited out? So what will you do every time that trigger comes up, okay? And this is something I'm personally working on, this last step, but it's to celebrate those wins and successes. So make sure you're measuring your goals and evaluate yourself, okay? Every day, every week, how did I do with my goals? What can improve? What were some of those triggers? What did I do really well? And then how can you celebrate that, okay? So... Let's recap and go over it really, really quickly again together. So the first step in staying on top of your goals is to have security first, okay? Before we can be aspirational and give back and grow, we must first have our survival needs met. The second step is to pull out the weeds, whether it's negative thoughts, doubts, People, environments, make sure that you create boundaries and then really, honestly, this is an ongoing process just like weeding is. You must take those weeds out in order for the beautiful things to grow in the garden, okay? And so the third step is planting new seeds. I recommend having a vision board, whether you have quotes around you, people that lift you up. Make sure you start to nurture your goals, see them every day, feel them every day, okay? And really get connected to it. You must create the identity of who you wish to become and act as if, okay? And then by nurturing it, you create a schedule around it. You create deadlines. You do it because you're committed to it, okay? Create the self-talk that helps you win and celebrate your wins, okay? So I know I probably talked very fast. I get very excited about this topic. Um, It's been a game changer for me. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode 
Thank you so much for tuning in. I do have a link for you to sign up for my newsletter where I will be sending you weekly ideas, tips uh, around wellness and personal development that I know you will love and enjoy. And you will be the first to know about the book launch as well. Okay. There's lots of exciting bonuses coming your way with it. So I look forward to hearing from you and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.